yeah you guys are always really fun to listen to you guys are on like my uh regular diet of podcasts welcome to episode 95 of the thrash report This is your weekly music commentary podcast. We discuss all things metal and heavy music. My name is Chris, and joining me, my co-host, Jim Osborne. Jim, how's it going, man? Hello, Chris. It is a good evening. How it is are a you? good evening. We have a very special guest with us this week. Yes, we do. One third of the band Pursuit, Mr. Wyatt Shrick. What's up, man? Hello, everyone. Welcome. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I'm excited for this show. This will be fun. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah. You guys are always really fun to listen to. I was talking to Chris earlier. I try and you guys are on like my uh, regular diet of podcasts. It's uh, awesome. you guys. I uh, listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, the Bill, uh, Monday morning podcast with Bill Burr. Joey Diaz has a podcast, your mom's house with Tom Segura. Like, yeah, I like, I like that's awesome. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, thank you so much, man. Uh, again, we appreciate the support. I saw that uh, Dave Mustaine was on Joe Rogan today. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so I just want to first thank you so much for joining. Um, we again, we had we were uh, we had the pleasure of having you on here um, a few episodes back, episode seventy-seven, um, where we were talking about you going into the studio. Mm-hmm. February February ninth, that was. Oh wow! Okay, long, long time ago. And so now you get to talk about the fruits of your labor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I want. Was... So you have a new album. Yep. That nice. is on its way, and I Absolutely. am re- really excited to to to, uh, to hear about it. I've got it stored away on my shelf. The CD. Oh. Nice. So, if you haven't already. You guys just send me your address. I'll send you guys some. But everyone else, pre-order these. Hell yeah! Band camp. There's the back with the track listing and whatnot. Dude, sweet. Yeah, it's really, it's like so bizarre. to work as hard as um, uh, it's just weird to like work so hard on something and then be able to like hold it in your hand. Like the first thing I did, I showed my girlfriend like, "Hey, I made this. Like this is." (laughs) You know, I was a part of this. It was really cool. When, so you said February was last time I was on the podcast, right? Yep, February 9th. We went into the studio. We, we met with uh, Will of uh, of Plague of Stars and Confinrites, who we've done a couple shows with, with mm-hmm. him. His studio, 1459 Studios, we've at the shows with April, beginning of him. May. His studio, 1459 Studios, we got in there uh, end of April. We spent, I think we were in the studio for a total of four days, three or four days total. We were able to track all the drums in like a day and a half, you know, set up, get tones and everything. And uh, basically the the very next weekend we had shows ready and we were booked and ready to go. We had a handful of shows in May, handful of shows in June. We only ended up with one show in July and August. We've spent a lot of time getting our set down and ready. Uh, we've even started writing some new material oh, wow. and uh, we're all, <clears throat> we're getting prepared for this album released on uh, September 1st. I've been doing a lot of work trying to 
get promotion out, sending out for reviews, stuff like that, sending out uh, our EPK to anyone who's willing to listen to it. You know, that's, that's awesome. I was gonna say, like we've talked about before, Jim, we got to have his people talk to our people and we can help, correct. help spread the word. <laughs> for sure. And we've got, um, I forget, I forget he plays in the uh, Saimatua out of the cities, but he's the one that he did the artwork for it. All the, the proper credits and whatnot are on uh, Bandcamp. It kind of lays out uh, everyone. Uh, Justin. Uh, Correct. Yep. At, I, forget uh, to, I forget how to pronounce his last name. It's like Bane, Bean, Beanie. Uh, yeah. He does a ton of work for a lot of bands. Great stuff. Yeah. We're all really like the, the actual artwork itself. Once the, you know, me and the other two dudes, uh, Henry and Dalton saw it, we're like, that's, that's it right there. Because it's not just another uh, thrash metal album where it's a ripoff from the 80s and it's not a bunch of dead naked ladies on a cover. Like it's it's got some perspective to it. It's got some depth to it. It's red, so that's cool. And it's just, I'm, I, I'm really happy with how uh, the sound of this album turned out, the artwork itself, uh, working with Henry and Dalton writing songs because we're able to kind of meld in such a way that None of us have uh, egos when it comes to writing songs like, hey, I wrote this guitar riff. It has to be like this. You know, we're able to kind of go on back and forth and be like, you know, what if what if we did here instead of here? What if we tried this riff instead? What if we tried this drum part instead? Uh, Dalton Henry are always challenging me with my drums and vice versa. It's, it's, it's really cool. It's a really cool process. That's awesome. I To me, it's still remarkable that, you know, you could get all of that done only in three or four days <laughs> it just it, it was, seems yeah. it was stressful trust yeah. me we didn't, come in, we didn't come in with uh scratch tracks we knew what uh we knew what we wanted for uh tempos and whatnot so we recorded the scratch tracks uh live in the studio and then i would do a couple of takes of each song until we got got it down the way we wanted it to but yeah it was it was a lot it was a lot we were able to get all the drums done all the bass done and all the uh, rhythm guitar parts. And then Henry and Dalton recorded uh, the guitar solos and vocals at uh, Henry's place. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. What, uh, what, what kind of approach did you take when it comes to actually like getting the sound, like doing the mixing and stuff like that? What are some differences or things that you've done in the past that you changed this time? I'll answer the first question when it comes to like mixing and whatnot, whenever, um, what we did is we started off with uh, that single that we released, The Cold Grip of Hypocrisy. Henry really dialed in what we were looking for. And I was trying to, when I was listening through, and is it able to fill up the entire sort of atmosphere sonically? One of my favorite artists is Stevie Ray Vaughan. And whether you're listening to a live recording of his or a studio recording, there isn't like a, a square inch left in the space it fills up absolutely everything so that's what i was kind of looking for also making sure that the uh it doesn't sound you know it's one of my favorite albums but it doesn't sound like an injustice for all where it sounds like there's two dudes in the band you know <laughs> yeah right you know, make sure there's that sort of balance but what's really unique about this album is uh dalton's bass comes out really clean and it's not overpowering but it's also not like you know way back there right it's a uh, good balance and making sure that it it fills up everything. 
you know, some of the previous material, how has it changed? How is it different this time? I mean, you mentioned, is it because you're like more collaboratively in the writing process and that type of thing? First, yeah, for sure. We were able to, uh, we had more time with the material and we were able to really nail down like, hey, this bit wasn't as tight as it should be. Let's go and redo that. You know, take a really good, strong take. We had done a, a live EP last May and it was, you know, set up, let's play a couple songs and, you know, get out of there. Uh, with this, you know, relatively, it wasn't a whole heck of a lot of time, but it sure felt like it was a long time sitting in that studio recording everything mm -hmm. and just being able to uh, challenge ourselves and then challenge the other people in the band like, hey, this this could be a little bit better. This was really cool. I really like this take. I really like this fill. I really like that riff. Um, if I were to do it over again, we would come into the studio with our scratch tracks prepared. That way we can just kind of knock them out and spend yeah. a bit more time on that sort of stuff. Cool. You mentioned this was done at the same place you did that live recording. Where was this one done? 1459 Studios with uh, Will from Coffin Rights and uh, Plague of Stars. Got it. And I had done, so I played drums in a band called Thrall Frost. And then I was also, um, there is a punk project that I was a part of called Idiot Manchild. And uh, just two different like I'm trying to like cover my bases with all my genres apparently because I'm in a black metal <laughs> band and I did a, a punk project and now I've done a thrash metal project, you know. And I suppose with those, it was more just, uh, you know, we had a click track and we had, uh, well, for the Thrall Frost stuff, it was a couple of those recordings was just me playing to memory to a click track. So definitely making sure things are properly done. And then with the Idiot Man Shouted stuff, it was very much, a click track with a guitar track and that's like the way to go as far as i'm concerned you know there's sure. some people out there like oh why would you record with a click track doesn't it take away from the humanity of stuff and you know it's 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 a tool that can be used and sure. if you uh if you let r2d2 play the drums as uh, glenn fricker would say then you could lose the humanity of it but as far as i'm concerned like playing to a metronome is the way to go maybe not in a live setting but certainly in the studio to make sure everything is consistent Sure. That's my ignorance. I don't know. Is a click track, is that the same as a metronome? Or Correct. Same? Yeah. Okay. yeah. And what, what they'll do is uh, think of it as like an MP3 or wave format that plays in the, and the, they call it a DAW or the digital audio workplace. I forget. But it plays along as you're recording. And um, the thing I've learned with playing to a metronome is that if you can't hear it, you're on the beat which is a weird, sense. like intuitively it shouldn't make sense, but I practice to a metronome all the time and yeah. it happens every time. If I can't hear that click, I know I'm right on the beat. See, I'm learning so much. We got to have, <laughs> we got to have Wyatt on more often. Thanks. Yeah. I got two degrees. So yeah, I could probably talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You have, you have two degrees in music? Yeah, I have, a, I have a degree in civil engineering and I have a degree in philosophy, both from the North Dakota State University. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. And I'm a land surveyor, so we're going to put our land surveyor slash engineer thing to the side and just get along for an hour. Yeah. Uh, Jim and I will go in and we'll build a giant a, a complex, a recording studio slash practice place slash venue. He'll survey and awesome. design it. Good to go. That's awesome. I was going to ask you about that. If you're 
you know, being a civil engineer, if you kind of build songs kind of on the same wave, like the same thought process as you would design something like a cityscape or something, if you look at a song the same way at all? Yeah, for sure. I suppose the one thing that uh, I clash a lot with Henry and Dalton is they'll like play a riff and they'll be like, yeah, it goes like this, or whatever. I'm like, I don't know what that means. So what I get to do is I'll just, I'll sit at home and I'll write it out. You know, that's a, that's something new that we're, that we're working on. And when it comes to, when it comes to engineering, making sure that everything's on paper, can I see it? Can I work with it with my hands instead of just uh, thinking about it or, or seeing it? I think it's a, it's a big right brain, left brain sort of ordeal. And just different uh, different approaches to it. The other thing we gonna... do is we record a lot of our practices, and so I'll listen to it over and over and over and over again. Just gonna make sure it all flows, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. In both. I listen to I listen to a lot of metal when I when I'm doing a lot of uh, quantity calcs. I listen to a lot of Dillinger Escape Plan when I'm <laughs> getting really deep into it. That's when I know I need to like take a break. Is you know when I'm in the middle of. Uh, an album like Miss Machine, like the we're getting into it, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I was gonna say, so if you guys build this awesome complex, what's my job? What am I gonna do? You get to you get to run the IT. side of it. Yeah, IT yeah. and social media. Oh, yeah, I'll be IT. I can I can do merch. There you go. <laughs> I'll do merch. Yeah, we, need a, we need a good marketing team. Again, I'm super excited. Your your album comes out September first. September 1st. Yeah, we only have CDs right now. The uh, I, I'm an audiophile and I'm a vinyl junkie. So if I could have gotten this thing pressed on vinyl, like I 100% would, but just the upfront cost and we would have had to have had this album done last summer in order to get vinyl like next week. So wow, that's crazy. But, Are they, I mean, my understanding too is like, there aren't many places now that still can press vinyl right i mean you're limited on where you can go and have that done correct yeah there's uh there's a new place in minnesota in minnesota now and it's they were the ones that pressed the cds it was copycats i guess they own uh a new really? press brand. uh third man records jack white's record label yep. they'll press stuff for people um there's a couple of uh there's a couple of independent spots that'll do it or hold on hold on just one yeah. second yeah. I'll be right back. Hi, Chris. Yeah. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. <laughs> you could take this break to mention what we're doing this weekend. Oh. 11th yeah. annual Dime Stock, Wisconsin's tribute to Pantera. Yes, we will be at Dime Stock. And I'm very encouraged. excited. Yeah, if anyone is attending Dime Stock, make sure you stop by. It's going to be super fun. Got some Pantera trivia for you. We have. Grash Report drawstring backpacks. Very nice. We have a whole crap ton of stickers. To stick on things. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. saying that you you would get a vinyl pressed if you could have, right? Oh yeah, yeah. If I were if I was able to finance it and get the upfront cost, like totally. Um, I don't know if you guys are fans of the band Sleep, but um, there's going to be a new edition of Dope Smoker coming out on Friday. I saw that. Exclusive to just the the Detroit location, they're pressing the new album with cannabis leaves. 
they couldn't ship it anywhere. So I don't know if anyone's listening in Detroit, if you want to pick me up a copy, I'll, I'll pay you. <laughs> That's awesome. Again, you know, you've been really busy um, again, yeah. leading up, leading up to this release um, again, working with getting shows booked. You, you said that you had handfuls of shows right after you got done recording, but now you're mm-hmm. prepping and getting ready for this tour coming up. Tell everybody about, uh, you know, this tour that's coming up. Yeah, we've got uh, our first show is going to be September 18th at the North Star Bar. And then we're, we've made a run. Uh, it's going to be St. Paul, Des Moines, Kansas City, St. Louis, Milwaukee, Madison. And then our show in Chicago got canceled. So that's where Jim comes in. We're, him and I are working uh, together trying to get a show booked. Uh, and hopefully we can announce it properly at some point. But yeah, we got yes, six sir. out of seven, uh, six out of seven dates booked for for a tour. This is the third time I've tried and I've tried to book a week long tour for one of my bands, and it's actually like coming pretty good, you know, <laughs> to fruition. Which is really, it's really neat. It's a, uh, it's really stressful, but at the same time, uh, when we drove out to Chicago. Uh, we drove from Fargo to Chicago overnight. We got into Chicago and we were like, I can't believe we're just kind of like doing this, you know? It was pretty nuts. But when you when you get to the venue and you actually get to play in front of people, it's it's really it's really cool. It's really cool to get uh, to go places kind of out of your comfort zone and and do this sort of thing. And I've talked to people about this before. Like, yeah, I just came back from driving eight hours and uh, in a van with three other smelly dudes, but like, if I could do it again tomorrow, I would, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. And my whole thing is I'm young now I'm 25 next week. I'm going to be 50 and a month from now I'll be 90. So I might as well get it out of the way now, you know, yeah. do it yes. as much as I can while I'm still at it. And speaking of your, your live show, I know I spoke many times back after we saw you in December, just how, I was not expecting the energy and how awesome you guys were. Like just within the first like 10 seconds, I was already blown away. So I'm curious if you think you captured that energy on the new album. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All, all three of us really, really gave it our all. And uh, we've got a guest vocal spot from Garrett Alvarado of um, oh, he's, he's on his album too. He's so badass. Having him be a part of it, I've known Garrett since I first moved to Fargo. He was in a band called A Day of Plague, which was this uh, deathcore band that was. There are there you know, interesting deathcore from uh, middle of Minnesota out of Bemidji. But I've known him since well now seven years. I remember when he formed Mall. I was at their first show. I was just at their uh, record release show on Sunday. So just being able to like that's a guy I know. He's my buddy like i get to share a scene with him and we all we all really work hard to get this art out to people just so they can listen to it like it's yeah i think we really captured uh this this moment in time in uh in the fargo music scene that's awesome yeah can't wait to hear the rest of it i've heard the single you've released already i've listened to it a bunch the scourge of humanity it's it's i wasn't really sure how to I guess classify it. I know it's kind of got a bunch of different elements in it. I mean, it's not just a straight up thrash in your face. It's, it's and cool. that's, that's kind of the focus. Uh, if you guys ever listened to Henry's, the, the previous iterations of this band, it was kind of a, a goofy punk band. 
I saw I saw pursuit of cash and POC before I joined the band. So I knew what, not necessarily what we were up against, but I knew that we had certainly a, a shift in, in focus. And uh, Dalton brings a lot of really cool elements to this band. He listens to bands like uh, Vildiarta and Meshuga and Humanity's Last Breath, Car Bomb. And then I listen to a lot of black metal. I listen to a lot of progressive stuff. And just being able to meld kind of all of that together. My whole thing is I don't want to be another like pizza thrash band or a cheeseburger death metal band. Like I want to be able to kind of uh, break out and make something a bit more unique, you know? Sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Again, like I said, I have the uh, September 18th show on my calendar. Hey, it's in my backyard. So, <laughs> yeah. so I, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to being there. It'll be good. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Volsunga Saga is going to be on that bill. We've done a show with them before. Mm-hmm. And then Aggie Reigns are on the bill. Those Both those bands kick ass. We both, we've done shows with them before. And we've done shows down in the cities before. So it's all ages, if anyone's curious about that. So that'll yeah, be nice. a lot of fun. Just the one in the cities or the whole tour? Most Yeah, most of the tour is going to be all ages. That's very awesome. And if we don't get a show set up, I'll probably see you in Madison. That'd be, yeah, that'd be really tight. I hope we can, we're able to work, uh, we're able to get that worked out, Jim. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I think we can. Update coming. Big things coming soon. Dude, I'm in the dark, dude. I don't know what you guys are talking about. (laughs) Dude, you're supposed to be texting me when this shit goes down. I can't text you when I'm busy texting with Wyatt. Yeah, and like, you know, (laughs) stuff like last weekend where you're like, oh, by the way, Gorgatron is going to spend the night at my place. It's like, (laughs) oh, okay. (laughs) I thought you'd want to know this. I'm having He's like Mr. Over. Fancy Pants. Yeah, great <laughs> over here. Dude, no, I mean, if, if there's someone that is metal hospitality, it is Jim Osborne. So that's that's well, awesome. Thanks. Yeah, that just kind of happened. I saw they were coming to town and I was home alone that night and thought, hey guys, want to come over? <laughs> oh, so- they came. I was, we ate pizza. We drank some beers. I was just saying. Laughs. I was just in my head. I was just thinking, like, you're gonna be like playing D and D and like Sega and shit. <laughs> no, it was pretty chill. We just hung out and chatted. And you know, if I gotta say one thing, uh, Matt Johnson from Gorgatron, that dude works hard. He's, I think, he's in three or four different bands. He was just in Columbia with Rotness and has wow. another tour with them coming up. Like that dude's just killer. He's he's such a cool dude and. Uh, you know, same sort of deal. The fact that I get to know him and kind of learn from him is is the best. That yeah, is that, that is awesome. I'm watching him. If uh, so, I definitely want to make sure that we talked about kind of the 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 tour coming up, but I also want to just before we forget, I want to make sure that when people want to know more about Pursuit and mm-hmm. get all the information, where would you recommend our listeners go to get all there is uh, when it comes to Pursuit? Yeah. We've got a Facebook page, we've got an Instagram page, we got a Twitter that uh, we've been building up the last couple of weeks. And we also have a Bandcamp page. If anyone isn't familiar with Bandcamp, it's one of the best for independent artists. And then we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be having all of our stuff on streaming as well. We've got a distribution network set up for that. So Spotify, Apple Music, everything's gonna be on uh, those nice. distribution networks as well. Um, so if you're on one or all of them, like give us a follow. That'd be really cool. That's the best way to kind of uh, get in the know. We've got a, a, a link tree 
So you ever see people yep. at, you know, link in the bio, link in the bio. That's where you get to find all our all our cool stuff. I haven't awesome. figured out a YouTube channel yet, so maybe that that'll come in the future. If people right. want it, I don't know. We record right all on. our live sets for game tape, so we can kind of watch it afterwards. So yeah, maybe that would be a cool spot for that. That'd be cool, absolutely. And I think you know, I mean, Jim, there's an awful lot of you know great groups that again we get stuff or we see people share on Facebook. So I think it's mm -hmm. a great opportunity for us to also share this release to all those you know the yep. world of metal and shit like that right yep the facebook page the new wave of thrash metal for sure yep yeah yep. i'm always trying to make sure i, sh I share stuff from there and trying to catch mm -hmm. like new releases that's awesome and then yeah. uh <laughs> you know i so we talked a little bit was it last week or the week before i can't remember basically i i slept on whacking tickets <laughs> and they were broke a record they sold out and you posted a little nugget on facebook it's saying little, that <laughs> just about you, big. Just about <laughs> so is it true are you going to wacken in 2023 I, I am yes me and uh, uh my buddy that uh came with to san francisco to see metallica you guys met him yep yeah. he's coming with me we're going to we're going to fucking germany next year <laughs> dude that nice. is killer and, uh, you know, I uh, I was late to band practice that day, but it was worth it. <laughs> um, the the website crashed like a ton of times. He lives in Rochester right now, so I was on the phone with him, like, dude, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get it, maybe we won't. And then the website loaded. It said your number twenty five thousand three hundred twelve <laughs> in line. I was like, think about that, dude. Twenty five thousand other people are ahead of us from around the world. Yeah, and. It's been something I've been saving up for like the last couple of years. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to this. I'm gonna go to this at some point. <laughs> and then I texted my buddy Henry, like, "Hey, you want to go to Germany next year for this metal festival?" He's like, "Let's do it." And that's <laughs> essentially what happened. Uh, I thought tickets weren't going to go on sale for a while, and they're like, "Hey, by the way, they're on sale on this Sunday." I was like, right. "Oh shit, we got to figure this out now." Um, so yeah. Like the order went through, I got the confirmation email, and I lost my shit. I like tore up my house. And uh, is there, then I so explain to me. This is one thing I think I'm just a little apprehensive too, right? I've never been to Germany, and so you know, it, yeah. yeah, it's like it's almost like I would need someone that has done it before, or like that specializes in getting all the because like just the ground transportation, like. I mean, how are you guys going to camp and all that shit? <laughs> ah, we haven't figured out that part yet. Right. <laughs> exactly. It was, so, it was more so let's get these tickets and then figure out the details later. Uh, I looked at the, I looked at some of the information for it and like camping is included. It's just a matter of how you kind of want to do it. And I've looked at some stuff. Uh, there's like backpacking. Uh, you can get those big backpacks and so maybe we'll do that and just get a little little tent to bring on the plane something like that uh the good part right now is that the euro and the dollar are just about the same so we mm. didn't get completely screwed when it comes to exchange rates or anything right on dude but, i'm excited uh, for you man it's gonna be a blast it'll be i'm really looking forward to it they already announced a couple of bands that are playing for next year which is like crazy like maiden maiden's those, headlining yeah I'm, Iron Maiden's headlining, Ginger is playing, Deicide is doing an entire Legion set, Dropkick Murphys is going to be playing, like it's going to be cool. 
That's awesome. I'm excited yeah, for you, man. Themed too, so that'll be wild. <laughs> but uh, eighty thousand tickets sold in five hours. I did the math. It was like twenty-one million dollars in tickets. Jesus. Sold in five hours. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? That's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. And and the thing is, you know, I I've told Jim like it is a bucket list item for me. Like I I really want to do it. And you know, they they keep doing like every year because I follow them on all social like they do like improvements and construction and upgrades and they're continually doing this year round to make sure that this is just the best experience for everybody. It's pretty awesome. And what I, what I liked about it is uh, they've got a whole separate website just dedicated to buying and selling your, your tickets. So you don't have to go through a third party vendor and get completely screwed on trying to scalp tickets from someone. Right. Like it really shows that they've been doing this a while and want to make it better. And they even had a whole thing. Uh, it was like a green Vakken, making sure that you leave the place cleaner than what you, uh, than when you yep. came to the site. And I thought that was really neat. Yeah. They have a nonprofit. They, they really want to make it sustainable. They like all of that stuff. I mean, and again, you know, when you're there too, every morning they'll have like heavy metal yoga, they'll have like, you know, a lot of really cool different events happening while, while you're there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, I'm I I can't be any more excited. Like it's just it's really cool, it's really cool. So now the next thing will be trying to figure out a good time to buy plane tickets. The cheapest I've found is uh, Minneapolis to Hamburg, Germany, which is only like uh, forty kilometers away from Bakken. It's like eight hundred dollars, but like six months from now. So tr- trying to time that out, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait next summer we're going to have you back and i want to hear all about all yeah. about vakin yeah that'd be cool. i'm on a marth i don't know if you guys saw this but they played in between the two stages on top there's a video of them so they've got the, the faster stage and the la- and the harder stage or something and they've got a section they've got a pillar in the middle and i'm on a marth played on top of that in i didn't see nice. that's awesome i didn't see that that's awesome yeah. And I got to ask, what was your guys' uh, first introduction to that festival? Because I watched a documentary called Metal, A Headbanger's Journey. And that was part of it. Is they went to that festival in 2004. They did an interview, an infamous interview with Necro Butcher. Mm. And uh, I, I saw that documentary. I must have been 13, 14. I was like, I'm going to that at some point. And it's going to be next year. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I... Don't even I... Remember. I don't even remember. I mean, it was back when I still was reading like magazines, you know, mm-hmm. like if, if, you know, like metal maniacs or like metal edge or any of those, I, I remember, I don't know how many years has it been going on? Is it, has it been 30 years? I don't even know. Yeah. I think, I think was it 91 was their first iteration of it. Yeah. I might be wrong. I forget. Yeah. Maybe they've been doing it 35. If you don't count the two years, they weren't able to do it, you know, last year and year before that. Right, yeah, right. It just seems like it's something that's always been there in my metal journey that it's I've always known about. I don't remember how, but it's right. got to be from Hit Parader and Metal Edge back in the yep. day. Yeah, mm-hmm. 1990 was their first. Okay. Yep, first show. That's crazy. And like, just about every uh, metal band out there has uh, has played Bakken at some point or another, except uh, except for Metallica. They haven't played Bakken yet. Really? Yeah, but. You know, you never know. You never know. <laughs> they did a whole big European festival run last year, so 
Well, when you get there, keep the beard, lose the glasses, dress like Rob Flynn, and get in there as Machine Head. Yeah, you right. The, you got the little Rob Flynn thing going on there. <laughs> you could do that. That's better than what I'm. That's better than what I mostly get. I, I got Sasquatch a couple of days ago. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> no one, no one anything new yet. But I keep getting uh, Jermaine Clement from the Flight of the Concords. I, I got that a bunch of times. Or Jason Momoa. That's an ego boost. Is when people call go. me. Jason Momoa. <laughs> yep, that's a good one. Thanks, but I'm not that tall. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I just I want to uh, uh, I want to thank you so much mm-hmm. for taking time out of your day to uh, talk with not only us two knuckleheads, but also just to share that uh, Pursuit has a new album out. It'll be out September 1st on all your streaming platforms. Um, you can go and. Um, I guess pre-save that today. <laughs> um, and then anything else that you want to let people know of before we wrap up for today? Yeah. Uh, the CD can be pre-ordered on Bandcamp. We got a new line of merch. We got t-shirts. We got sweatshirts. We got hats. Thrall Frost, my other band, we're going to be recording soon. Yeah, we got t-shirts. He's got one of the OG ones. Um, I was, I did a punk project called Idiot Manchild. That stuff is available on Bandcamp. Not, it's just for digital right now. Um, I'm the president of a nonprofit called the Beautiful Life Portraits. So if anyone wants to go and check that out, it's to help raise awareness uh, for domestic violence. We believe that freedom from cool. domestic violence is a human right. And so that's what we, that's our, our mission statement. That's awesome. Make sure, make sure you yeah. uh, kick me, kick me links to that and stuff so I can edit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, other than that, just I'm staying busy listening to a lot of music. That's awesome. What's your, before we wrap, what's that something new, like the one of your favorite new something that you're listening to right now? What is it? There is a uh, thrash death metal band from Germany called Sculpture. It's not Sculpture, it's not Scalpel, it's Sculpture. They do a really cool uh, World War II themed metal. That's not like problematic. You know, there's bands that talk about World War II, but they're on you know, the other side of things. That's no bueno. But these guys sculpture, they do it, they do it right. And they do a really cool fresh take on thrash metal. Um, they've Sounds got right up my alley. Yeah, they're really sick. They got a band camp page. They got all the social media stuff like that. They're really neat. Um, Oh, the other thing I want to talk about. I'm seeing Rammstein on Saturday at US Are you really? Bank Stadium. Oh, yeah. So that'll be cool. Yeah. And then um, just if anyone's not familiar, uh, keep on checking out the, the Fargo-Moorhead uh, metal scene. We've got Maul, got Phobophilic, got my band Pursuit. Uh, there's a new band out called Spec. They're really cool. Uh, there's a band called Euthanasia, uh, formerly Euthanasia, but um, there's a band called No Divinity. Like there's all sorts of really cool stuff coming out of Fargo. Gorgatron. Wow. Gorgatron, uh, Gypsy Wizard Queen. What else? That's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff coming out of Fargo right now. It's uh um what did you coin it? Um something about metal from the northern plains or something. Northern prairie. Yeah, northern that's metal. that's what yeah, that's kind of what we brand ourselves as yeah, metal from the northern plains, Nordak metal, stuff like that. Like Agassi metal. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Are you geology nerds. <laughs> That's right. 
Anyway, Wyatt, thanks again for taking time. Really appreciate you. And uh, I want to thank everyone else for listening. We really do appreciate it. You can always find um, uh, back episodes and show notes at thrashreport.com and all of our socials. We want to hear from you too. Send us an email at thethrashreport at gmail.com. And we will see you next time on The Thrash Report. See ya. Bye.